Radio 59, WROW, first on the dial. And now, another tale well calculated to keep you in... Suspense. The Long Night by Walter Black. That you, Vern? Hey, why'd you shut the radio off? Ah, you can stand all that caterwauling. It's beyond me. Nobody's asking you to listen. That's why I shut it off. Supper ready? In a minute. You better wash up. Anybody drop around today? Oh, sure. Hundreds of people. I asked you, Betty Lou. Anybody drop around? Just saw Mr. Collins pick up the eggs. I saw him. Nobody else? Nobody else. Somebody called. Heard the phone around three o'clock. You mean Jessie Froelich. She and Gus might drop over tonight. Hand me the soap. Yeah. Where'd you go in the car? I went to town and bought four yards of dress material out of my egg money. Oh, and I saw the spring coat in Pendleton's window, Vern, honey, and, oh, honest, it's beautiful. Uh, hand me the towel. It, it's marked down to $30, and, well, I got seven from my egg money still left, and... Oh, Vern, honey, could you lend me 23? How many times do I have to tell you we got no money to throw away? Oh, I'll pay you That's back. That's not the point. You can use that $7 for a better thing. Don't you care how I look? You look fine to me, just like you are. Besides which, you already got more clothes than any other farmer's wife around. Yeah, but most of them, their husband's in debt to everybody. You don't have to worry like they do, Vern. You got money. Well, if I have, I got it by not throwing it away. Yeah, just you be patient, Betty Lou. It'll all be yours someday. But it's only 20. I don't want to hear any more about it. Let's eat. Mr. McCall. Ms. Meeker, burn around. He's out feeding the stock. Why? You haven't heard the news, huh? What news? It's been on the radio every half hour since 5 o'clock. Oh, thanks for reminding me. I meant to turn it back on. Vern don't care much for the radio. What news are you talking about, Mr. McCall? A man escaped from state hospital, George Porter. No kidding. He's armed and he's dangerous, plenty dangerous. Gee, is, is he a killer? Well, that's what they put him away for. Sheriff figured we'd better warn everybody in the area. I just came from the Collinses, and the Hinsons are next on my list. You tell Vern, huh? Hey, wait a second. What are we supposed to do? Ain't supposed to do anything, Miss Meeker. Just stay indoors and notify us if you hear anything suspicious. Oh, don't you worry none. We'll get him. Yeah, but, but well, what if he comes here? Well, ma'am, if he walks up to the door and you ask him who he is and he tells you, then don't let him in. Mighty dark night. Lock your door, Miss Meeker. Oh, don't worry. Operator, could you please give me four, three, two, eight, five. Uh-huh. That's right. Mr. McCall says he's armed. Well, I don't know. Is that you, Vern? Well, who do you think it was? Open up. Hold on a second. 
What's the big idea? Uh, whose car was that I seen? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. I'm on the phone. Hello? Uh, all right, Jesse. I'll be talking to you. That was Jesse Froelich. I called him to tell him not to come over tonight. Why? There's a crazy killer running around loose. That's why a murderer's escaped from State Hospital. That car you saw, that was Deputy McCall. They're one in the whole neighborhood. So don't you dare go out there again tonight. In just a moment, we will return for the concluding act of... Suspense. Here's Hollywood star Mona Freeman. Who feels like acting with a miserable cold? I relieve cold distress the fast way with four-way cold tablets. Yes, tests of all the leading cold tablets proved four-way fastest acting. Amazing four-way starts in minutes to relieve muscular pains and headache, reduce fever, calm upset stomach, also overcomes irregularity. When a cold strikes, do what I do. Take four-way cold tablets. It's the fast way to relieve nasty cold distress and feel better quickly. Four-way, only 29 cents. Our program will continue in a moment after a word about another fine product of Grove Laboratories. Had dandruff for years? Now get rid of it in three minutes with Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo. Three minutes with Fitch regularly is guaranteed to keep unsightly dandruff away forever. Apply Fitch before wetting hair, rub in one minute. Add water, lather one minute, then rinse one minute. Every trace of dandruff goes down the drain. Three minutes with Fitch, embarrassing dandruff's gone. Fitch can also leave hair up to 35% brighter. Get Fitch Dandruff Remover Shampoo today. Well, I'm going to bed. And leave me down here alone? No law says you can't come with me. But I'm not sleepy. Suit yourself. Uh, don't forget to turn off all the lights. <laughs> Who's there? Our car ran out of gas down the road. Can we use your phone, please? Oh, no, sir. It might be some kind of trick. Well, who are you? My name's Jeffries. My wife and I are on our way back to Terre Haute. I'll make his wife say something. Your wife with you? Of course. Well, tell her to say something. Oh, Mrs. Jeffries, please, won't you let us use your phone? Oh, it still might be a trick. I'm not likely to have a woman with him. I don't care. Tell him to go away or you'll call the police. No, no, Paul, to get so worked up. Uh, we got to be sure who you say you are. Uh, slip your driver's license underneath the door. Looks okay. No, Vern. Stop worrying. Um, may I have my driver's license back? Right here. This is my wife, Patricia. I'm Tom Jeffries. Uh, Meeker. Uh, this here's my wife. How do you do? Don't answer it. What's the matter? There's an escape murderer loose. What? Uh, sheriff's office, Mrs. Meeker. Can I use your phone? Oh, you aren't Mr. McCall? Uh, no, ma'am. We got everybody out tonight. Vernon, you think it's all right? Why, well, I reckon. 
Come in. Yeah, phone's over there. Uh, thanks. All right, all of you. What? Stand just where you are. What are you doing with that gun? Who are you? My name's Porter. The man who escaped. That's right, sis. The man who escaped from the asylum. Oh. Now, everybody, just relax. You got any more of that pie, sis? In the kitchen. You, farmer, get it. Get it yourself. Oh, big man. You wouldn't let so tough without that gun. I put the gun away, big man. (laughs) I thought so. All talk, huh? I can't say as I blame you. See what I got in my left pocket, farmer? A knife. That's right, lady. Knives are nice and quiet, you know. You think I'm bluffing? No. You ain't ever been in a hospital for the insane. If you got out, you'd want to stay out. You'd do anything to stay out. Anything at all. All right, all of you, sit down. That's better. Hey, sis. Tell me something. How come a good-looking babe like you gets hitched up to a farmer here? None of your business. <laughs> what do you think, farmer? She love you in spite of the way you look? Jeffries, throw me them cigarettes. I got a theory, big man. You look old enough to be wifey's papa. You must be loaded. Is he, sis? How much has he got in the bank? Or maybe he don't trust banks. Maybe he shoves it under the mattress. Is that it, sis? Don't you tell him anything, Vern. I ain't anything to tell. All I got is what you see right here. Oh, I'll bet. How about it, Jeffries? He's loaded, ain't he? I wouldn't know. Oh, we just met the Meekers. Our car ran out of gas. Oh, is that we, we... Tough luck, ain't it? Well, that's the way it goes. Uh, let's get back to your uh, money, big man. I gotta have some of it. Okay, stay where you are. You, farmer, go answer the phone. And just remember to sound real natural, because this knife is awful sharp. Isn't it, sister? <laughs> go ahead, farmer. Hello? Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, 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 sure, sure. Okay. Sit back down. Yeah, that was real interesting conversation. Who was it? Ed Caulfield, neighbor. And what did neighbor Caulfield want? Grange meeting tomorrow night. Well, what do you know? You sure lead exciting lives. Where do you think you're going? Just stretching, do you mind? Oh, don't get smart with me, Sonny. Sis, you got any rope around the place? Why? Oh, maybe I want to skip rope. You got any? Well, just clothesline in the kitchen. Oh, that'll do fine. Get it. What do you want it for? Well, I'll tell you, chick. You and her is going to tie your husbands up nice and tight. What? And then, uh... Maybe you and me can get better acquainted. 
expecting anybody? No. Speak up, Farmer. Just don't forget the knife. Uh, uh, who's there? It's me, Brian Eldon McCall. Who's he? In sheriff's office. Tell him just a second. Uh, uh, just a second. All right, Farmer. You can let him in, but I'll be right behind the kitchen door with your little wifey. One wrong sound out of you. And she gets it. You catch on? Yeah. Okay. Come on, sis. Move. I won't. Move. I can. All right, farmer. What took you so long? Why, well, I, uh, I was in the kitchen. Cold as a well digger's ears out there. Oh, uh, howdy, folks. Hello. Hello. I uh, don't recall seeing you two around before. Oh, we live in Terre Haute. Yeah? I got a second cousin is there. Uh, where's the Mrs. Vern? Uh, kitchen. she tell you I was by before? Well, Sheriff's having us all double back. Looks like Porter might be in the area still. Well, we don't know for sure, but uh, chances are he is. So uh, if you hear anything, call us. How'd you two get here? Huh? I didn't see any car out front. We walked on the highway. We ran out of gas. Oh, want to lift back to town? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. We can't, hon. Huh? Uh, I mean, uh, we've already called a garage. Oh. Well, I'll be on my way. Officer! Yes, ma'am? Uh, uh, wouldn't you like a cup of coffee? Oh, I would for a fact. I just haven't got the time. Thanks anyway. Real smart, aren't you, chick? I ought to belt you good. Go ahead, you bully. Oh, you got spunk, chick. I like that. Hey, Jeffries. Uh, how come you turned down the chance to get out of here? You know why. I was afraid of what you'd do to Mrs. Meeker. Smart boy. <laughs> Don't look so sad, farmer. You know what they say. While there's life, there's hope. Who knows? Maybe J. Edgar Hoover will stop by later on. All right, sis. Get the rope. Any more beer in this joint, sis? No. Two measly cans. Old farmer, you don't believe in drinking, huh? What do you believe in, farmer? Money? Where you got it stashed away? You can tell us. We're all friends here. I want some water. Okay. Give him some water, chick. Yeah. See? You name it, you get it. I'm real accommodating if you treat me right. You don't want to believe all them stories about me. Anybody do what I'd done if he got mad enough. Let me tell you something else. There's lots of guys in padded cells who are saner than most people on the outside. Here you are, darling. Thanks, honey. Oh, ain't that sweet, farmer? Hear her call him darling? Uh, how come sis don't ever call you that? How long are you going to keep us tied up? Oh, maybe a day, maybe a week, maybe a month. What do you care? You ain't going no place. And like I was saying, being over in the hospital is no sign of anything at all. I just had a smart lawyer pleaded insanity and got away with it. Only now, uh, I don't know how smart he was. I might have gotten off with life. Might have been out for parole in 20 years. 
Hey, sis, turn on the radio. Yeah, I feel like gas. Who wants gas? You chick. Yeah, come on. No. You don't want to be like that chick. Leave her alone. Or you do what? <laughs> come on, Patricia. Or would you rather I made the ropes a little tighter? No. I'll... I'll dance with you. You don't have to, honey. It's all right, Tom. Sure, Tom. It's all right. What are you so scared about? I ain't gonna bite you. Close. Uh, That's better. Hey, you sure smell good. You know, you forget how women smell when you're locked up. Oh, sure I can, sis. We, we never did anything to you. Why can't you go away and leave us alone? You get your loving husband to cough up his money, and I might just do that. I can't stand any more of this, Vern. Give him the money and get him out of here. Come on, Vern, old boy. Where you got it here? She, she don't know what she's saying there. There's no money. Oh, I, stop I, it. I'm sick and tired of the way you cry poor all the time. Everybody in the township knows you got money hit all, all around the place. You want to stay tied up forever? Or worse, there ain't no amount of money worth a man's life, farmer. Where is it? For heaven's sake, Meeker, tell him. I, I'll split it with you. You got money, Jeffries? Oh, I, I meant I'll give him a check. <laughs> Not even if I had it, he, he wouldn't leave. Uh, the woods are full of policemen. Well, what good would money be to him? Now, look at it this way, farmer. If I get the money, maybe I leave. Maybe I wait around a few days till they stop looking so hard. But at least that way, you stay reasonably healthy. Now, if I don't get the money, I stick around anyway. But you ain't going to enjoy it at all. Get it, big man? Hey, get him some water, chick. I just can't seem to control this temper of mine. Real shame. Oh, stop it, stop it. Firstly, I can't stand you being beat up. Tell him where the money is. Oh, farmer's gonna be a big man again. Here, Mr. Meeker. Uh, give me the glass. Huh? He ain't thirsty anymore. Wow. Now listen to me, Vern. Don't think I won't mess you up. I enjoy it. But maybe you don't care too much about yourself. Okay. How much do you care about your pretty little wifey? Huh? Don't you dare come near me. She can't hardly stand me, farmer. Don't that upset you? You know what I'm going to do if you don't come across? You got any kind of imagination at all? Huh? Me and sis here. You think about it. Please, Mr. Meeker, Leave please. her alone. I'll give you money. Sure, sure. Write me a check, Sonny, huh? Where is it, Farmer? Oh, no more, no. Our music will continue in a moment. George Porter, convicted murderer who escaped yesterday afternoon from the Lakewood State Hospital, has been captured by state police on the outskirts of Twin Oaks. We repeat, George Porter has been captured. For further details, stay tuned to the station. I didn't figure on that. 
Well, it's too late to worry about it. All right, Meeker, where's the dough? If, if you're in that porter, who are you? It doesn't matter, Mrs. Jeffries. All you've got to worry about is do I leave here without her? I know who he is. What, Vern? I know. Who am I? I don't know your name, but you and my wife, I know about that. What are you talking about, Mr. Meeker? I know she's been sneaking off to meet you every chance she gets. Can't live with a woman five years almost and not know what's going on. Oh, Vern, please. Don't pay any attention to him, folks. He doesn't know what he's saying. I know, all right. Oh, I tried to pretend it wasn't happening, but that, that didn't work too good. After a while, it, it, it even stopped hurting. I, I figured it, it might blow over. How long did it take you to figure out who I was? I think I kind of knew all along. You're lying. Remember when I come back from my chores yeah. and you were on the phone? You said it was Jesse, and you were telling her not to come over. Well, later, after he got here, the phone rang again. I said it was Ed Caulfield. Well, it wasn't. It was Jesse to say she decided not to come over. Now, if you'd already told her not to, she wouldn't have called. So it had to be somebody who didn't want me to know about it. Him. You called him to tell him about Porter's escaping. You figured that was a good way to get hold of my money without me knowing about you, too. Oh, right. I'm glad it's out. I'm in love with Bill, and he's in love with me. We're going away together. Do you hear how I stuck it out this long? I'll never know. Put jab in the needle, Betty Lou. Okay, Meeker. Tell me where the money is, and we'll clear out. And if I don't... We can do it the hard way, too. It's your choice. <laughs> What's so funny? You are. You and her. There ain't any money, and there never was. Oh, I know everybody around thinks I got some hit away. That's how I got Betty Lou. That's how I kept her. But I haven't got any money. Oh, she's lying. Go ahead and search. Tear the place up. Doesn't matter now. <laughs> You're telling the truth. There ain't no money. All this for nothing. <laughs> okay. Okay, the party's over. I'm leaving. Well, well now, wait, wait, Bill. I'll, I'll pack a bag. What for? Oh, well, I'm going with you. Not without money, you ain't. But, Bill, you promised. What's good of you to me without money? Find yourself another boy. Or stay with fun. Oh, uh, here's a little souvenir. It ain't loaded. Oh, Bill, honey. For suspense by Walter Black. In a moment, the names of our players and a word about next week's story of suspense. Out of tune because of irregularity? Kellogg's All Brand helps put you back in tune. Kellogg's All Brand is the natural way, the good food way to end constipation caused by lack of bulk in your diet. There's only one all-brand, Kellogg's All-Brand. Its whole brand content gentles away constipation, supplies your system with the bulk-forming food you need. Kellogg's All-Brand is the only whole brand cereal to bring you the combination of proved effectiveness, appetizing taste, and crispness. 
It never gets mushy in milk. So get back in tune and stay in tune. It's easy with the one and only Kellogg's All Brand, A-L-L-B-R-A-N. Safe, reliable, pleasant. Millions enjoy it every day. They know they can count on Kellogg's All Brand to relieve irregularity. Heard in tonight's story were Ellen McRae as Betty Lou, Bill Adams as Byrne, and Sam Gray as Porter. Others in the cast included Charlotte Manson, Herb Duncan, and Walter Black. Listen again next week when we return with Turnabout, written for suspense by Jay Bennett. Another tale well calculated to keep you in... CBS Radio.